The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. News time right now, 817, and with us in studio today, State Representative Mike Sparks. Mike, how are you? Hey, doing good, Scott. How are you? I'm good. What's new? Oh, nothing much. Just um, heading up here on this early morning. Oh, you're still driving here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, remember last time, remember what you done to me, but what was it, three weeks ago? Yeah, like three minutes before the show. Yeah, three. Are you on your way up here? I was (laughs) was literally giving away a bed and a bed frame, and... And they were loading the bed up, and then um, you, you text me, are you on your way up here? I was like, oh, I didn't know we were, we were doing this, and so I took off. I think, I, did I make it on time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of scary, get, getting from Smyrna to Murfreesboro in eight Man, minutes. You, you know, the good thing about having I-24, it's very convenient where all the exits are. You know, I've been to other cities where their interstate system is just not even close to convenient. It's like yeah. way off the main road, it, but, you know, in Rutherford County, it seems very well planned as far as the exits go well y'all have got how many exits five four five i don't even know now yeah we yeah. got a bunch yeah the um well smyrna smyrna's done a good job with trying to get that new potential interchange at a uh, rocky fork road and and um uh, brian hercules mayor reed has been working on hard on that and they they've kind of done their part of it's really kind of up to the state now to to get that done but it's it's expensive to get that project done and it still has a Still has a way to go, even if it because we still have to get get approval, yeah, uh, from the from the feds to be able to do it. But um, I always remember about the late Bob Spivey. I can remember I was sitting in my driveway and I think I had a Ford Ford F two fifty that Power Stroke diesel in it, and um, I was vice chairman of transportation. He was like, "Well, now you got that position, you get to get this." He was like, "You need to get this done." And you know, Bob, he was pretty um, uh, assertive, aggressive. He was like, I say he was a lot like Donald Trump, but without the Twitter. You know, and, and Bob Bob was a, a real. He was a lot more diplomatic, obviously, than than than, uh, than, than President Trump is. But um, uh, but I told the mayor, I said, uh, I said, Bob, it's it's just not going to happen in your lifetime because these projects take many years. And I and it and it pained me to say that, like you're not going to see it happen. Um, but I know it meant a lot to him, and I, I promised him I'd work hard on it. But but uh, but if you've been down Smyrna, that Rocky Fork Road, and the new Inn in Springs, I, I was down in Smyrna. I guess this past. Sunday, man, uh, it really, it really looks good. I tell you what, it's um, and I know um, uh, I know Brian Hercules in the town has has I guess pitched a plan to to uh, to T dot of you know of a you know a th- kind of a cut through to Williams County, and there is there now. But I did a little uh, map, and I had to go out to something in Franklin or something or Brentwood. And I thought it was going to take me out Old Hickory Boulevard, you know, from I twenty four. Yeah, and it and it circled me back through through um, Enon Springs, and I went out. I guess cut down was that Lee Road, and anyways, it uh, it surprised me that it that it knocked off a few minutes, you know, just that Enon Springs new corridor. Well, that's good. You know, back in the day, that was Sam Davis Highway, if I'm not mistaken. You huh. know, from from um, the old Telefero Market, yeah. where the Stephen O'Reilly's Karate Studio is. That was that, I was just a kid. I can barely remember that being named Sam Sam Davis um, 
drive or road or something like that well one of the big stories we're you know hearing more and more about as far as arrests go deal with sex trafficking i I know just this past week i believe it was maybe the week before i don't have the story in front of me but nashville metro police they did a big undercover sting with the tbi and they made i think around 10 arrests of different men who are patronizing prostitutes talking i think some even arrested believing they were talking to an underage girl Uh, but this is something that is getting a lot of news lately and i know it has in the past as well but what's being done there at the capitol you know at the legislative level what is being done to curb this problem of sex trafficking yeah well i know um uh senator don white's carried some legislation as well as representative mary littleton on that that's kind of their their uh a focus if, if if you may um I can look back when I was first in the legislature. I had a, a black detective come to me, and she was out of Michigan. You remember? You remember him because yeah, she I came on the show her. with us. Yeah. And um, uh, Kathy Hines, and uh, and I was brand new, and she came to my office, and it, I call it kind of being prophetic in a, in a sense. And she she was telling me because uh, it kind of hit me personally in, in my life. She she was talking about a situation called tagging, where mm-hmm. where women will will get pregnant and or girls get pregnant and tag a guy so well he's a daddy he's a daddy well i was kind of going through this with my my youngest son Mm -hmm. because my wife had literally just sat me down she said hey just gonna let you know looks like you we're gonna be grandparents i said do what and uh and 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 i said how do you know this and so she was telling she was telling me this scenario be right when i'm going through this we'll come to find out i told my wife you need to get he needs to get a DNA, and it, and, and it was not my son's child, and that was happening to me personally. So I, I look at it like a, a kind of a divine guidance situation uh, in my life, and I remember um, Kathy was telling me about human trafficking, and I was just, remember, I was brand new. This yeah. was 2011, I guess, but it was kind of cool because she said, she said, I feel a calling to come see you. And remember, she's out of Detroit, and she had moved here, and a detective up there for many years, and uh, she was talking about human trafficking. I said, look, that stuff don't happen in our community. But remember, this is 11 years ago. Yeah. And um, and I said, you know, people may, may do bad things, but nothing this sickening. We're talking about young young girls mm-hmm. like that. And she said, I can promise you it's happening. So hats off to Kathy Hines uh, for literally being the first one, because we held the first conference up there with that, with um, uh, a trafficking uh, a trafficking. Um, uh, council, uh, anti-trafficking council that was up there, but um, you know, here's what I say about about what I see about the general assembly. First of all, you got to have liaisons, you got to have lobbies, you got to have advocates to look at society and look at where we're going. We're getting off the rails morally, and on the way up here, I was thinking about the in the scriptures. I believe it talks about the the fruits of the spirit, and I just happened to pull it up. And you might think, well, what does the fruits of the spirit have to do with human trafficking? But as we lose this as a culture, and it's Galatians 5.22, talks about the fruits of the Spirit, uh, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when we're losing those foundational principles that really have been ingrained in this country for, you know, for a few centuries, um, it doesn't surprise me when people are after that almighty dollar, uh, and we're losing the values. Um, I know people don't want to talk about it. The media doesn't want to talk about it. You're not going to see it on uh, news stations in the morning. 
They're going to talk about all kinds of other issues that are divisive. But when you look at the breakdown of the family, you don't see fathers in the homes. Um, and sometimes you do see fathers home and people still go astray. Uh, but we can't build bigger, more prisons and hire more officers. Uh, just yesterday, I was talking to a, a ex, uh, the guy just left. He was uh, the governor's, um, I guess you'd say, um, I, not, not chief of staff, more of a, one of his uh, uh, you know, troopers that, that protect him. And, um, and he's moved on to a different department. We got talking about all this. I was asking about the new, we got 100 new troopers coming in. And um, he said, well, look, we're going to have to bump their pay up. You know, and you're going to have, because who wants to do these jobs? Yeah. Um, but our prison budget, and all this correlates back to what you're talking about with human trafficking or whether it's selling fentanyl or, you know, the drug addiction and some of the areas that I see. Uh, our prison budget, Scott, has doubled since I was elected. It's doubled. It was $600 million when I came in in 2011, 2010. I was elected, but 2010's first set, uh, session. It's $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. Is there actually more crime being committed, or are authorities just making more arrests and doing a better job at investigating and, and capturing well, the criminals? Well, I think it, it, it's probably all of the above. Um, you know, you've got uh, – I think there's, there's more um, – I think there's more uh, – crime being committed we've also grown a lot you know um look at the, the, the growth of this county uh what are we at three three hundred forty five thousand yeah now yeah. i mean like no like 360 it, you know, it's somewhere got a, it's yeah. high it's we've a got a new higher. we've got a new house district um so that's how much we've grown and a house district is about seventy thousand people 69.5 i believe uh, but i think it's all of the above and um and i think there's people that purposely you know want to cause division they want to um you know, cause uh, people to fight. And one thing that I see is, you know, I'm a Republican, conservative, and um, I had somebody tell me the other day, because we were talking about these issues. I've got a job fair next week at my at my church, Parkway Baptist, and mm-hmm. this girl's been a big advocate for um, for areas, you know, human trafficking, this, this well, the, the childhood trauma that really mm-hmm. that this, you, that you helped lead on legislation. And this girl testified, uh, she was, uh, uh, molested at, at like eight, and when she was seven or eight, she, I mean, she went to court, and testified against the uh, uh, against the, the the guy, and um, but she's super passionate, just really a strong advocate now. Got her law degree, and um, she said, "Mike, you know," she said, "a lot of Republicans don't talk about these issues that you that you tend to talk about," and I, and we were talking about expungements, people getting in trouble and making mistakes, you know, twenty, thirty years ago, and. Um, she said, there's no one really talking about these issues. And she was kind of acting like that's not a Republican issue. And I said, no, it's a, it's a freedom issue. It's a constitutional issue. I mean, you know, our forefathers, I don't think, intended for people to, you know, have misdemeanors for hunting like one guy did um, from 15 years ago where he got turned down for a job. that stayed on his record. That attorney said, all I'll do is take your money. And uh, we got it done. I mean, give God a glory for it. It was well, that, that young lady ended up helping me with it. And TBI helped me in the DA's conference. But um, I just see things as getting off the rail. And I know that's no surprise to to listeners out there. Um, I, I know one of this. the big fears in downtown Nashville was, you know, if we build this great big convention center in downtown, we're going to end up creating or bringing in even more problems with prostitution. And I'm curious... Yeah. 
have you heard talks in in nashville because you're there at capitol hill a yep. lot have you heard talks of where that really did bring in more prostitution oh, yeah. or it did increase arrests dealing with prostitution yeah i mean i think i think it's a no-brainer when you've got more density you've got you know conferences and and more sports yeah that, right that's now. i mean that's just going to happen there's going to be uh you know more drug dealing going on there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff unfortunately i mean that's just um i guess nature of the beast when you've got a uh, big events uh you know l- like that and and it's like you know i didn't vote on that titan stadium uh that half billion dollar half a billion dollars and i didn't vote for it now um, is that coming to fruition i mean does oh it yeah look it's, like they're, it's they're pulling all together i mean they're pulling all together but I mean, the adams family stepped up a little bit a little bit more but but you know mayor cooper it was kind of ironic because he started kind of sounding conservative it was it was kind of you, you got to find the humor in some of these things yeah and um but you know you look at it has that benefited the 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 average listener right now in my opinion is not going to benefit off a, a brand new uh stadium when the other one is just 23 years old and yeah. i heard somebody say and i won't say the person's name because i think a lot of this person that the the current stadium's crumbling well if current stadium's crumbling go back on that contractor you know that if it's if it's crumbling yeah and i don't think it's crumbling you know they, they use fear tactics when you know they try to sell people on a project or something like that and um but you know we're just i don't know man i see the housing issue i mean it's gonna get it's i hate to sound negative but man it worries me i mean i drive around i I watch i look and i say okay that guy's in that car that car is parked there a lot he must be homeless you know and my wife had a had a uh this guy's name is uh bt great big old guy and um walks around gregory mills park people probably say because he looks like bigfoot he's so (laughs) he's so big he would he's about that size you know and uh and bt's great guy and she was like man he's got such a good heart she said you know what he does every morning he goes and feeds i think there's two veterans that are homeless uh, and I, I won't say where she said they park at, but, um, well, I'll tell you, Walmart I think, is what she was saying. And he goes over and helps them, you know, get something to eat and, and um, every morning, you know. And, um, you know, when you're seeing rents, I mean, I had a guy the other day tell me he's going up $800 a month on a wow. rental property he's got. Yeah, rent has it's. I mean, it's definitely changed over the years. It's sky high right now, for sure. 1700 yeah. bucks for, I think, a two-bedroom these days. It's I mean, higher how, than ever. You know, but... How do people afford Yes, it? And, and it's like, okay, how, that is that the government's role? Is there a way that we could we could help um, induce that with THDA uh, as an incentive for, for developers? Um, I think there is a small role for, for, for government to play in that. We've got to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking more with State Representative Mike Sparks. If you have questions for him, feel free to text us at 615 615- Eight nine three one four five zero. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. And as the weather starts to warm, our minds turn to pond season. Here at Animal City, you can find all the supplies you need for a beautiful and serene garden pond. If you're a pet lover, come see us at Animal City. We have 8,000 square feet of pet products and pets for you to enjoy. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door 
If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants, go to demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. You have an exercise class in balance that is more aerobic, get your heart rate up and so forth, then you have only stretch and balance. You don't feel cramped. You have a nice campus and you have uh, green spaces. Well, I think it's a good place to live. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. We'll see mostly sunny skies this afternoon with a high in the mid-90s. Then for tonight, mostly clear, low near 72. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 66. Good morning. Still some traffic volume on 24 coming up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic leaving Rutherford County headed towards Davidson County, towards Nashville. A little bit of radar earlier out here on 840. You may see that quite a bit this weekend out around the speedway, especially as you head over towards Wilson County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is now hiring at both locations. Check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. WGNS Murfreesboro, the action line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. State Representative Mike Sparks on the air with us this morning. You're listening to WGNS Time right now, 835. If you have questions or anything you want to say on this morning's show, you can text it to us at 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. We just posted a video on our Facebook page here and then a news story about it on our website. And it was about a a teenager who apparently wrecked. Uh, High rate of speed is what the THP believes. He was driving at a high rate of speed, swerving in and out of vehicles, hit the rear end of a box truck, lost control, flipped over right there at Samerly Parkway on Tuesday. Apparently, charges are pending against the teenager. They're pending the outcome of the investigation by the THP, but we had an anonymous person who told us that they believe he was racing. They caught the whole thing on a dash video camera. 
Uh, but it, it's it's scary to think that you're here one day, next day yeah. you're gone. Yes. And uh, this young man is recovering, I believe, at the hospital, but in, in very critical condition at this point. The young man who was driving the Infinity that that wrecked. Uh, it's scary, especially when you think about your own kids and how kids make mistakes. I, I mean, you know, doing stuff like racing, yeah. driving too fast. Yes. And, and it's hard to convince them otherwise not to. I know. You know, we've got uh – there's um, Dennis, I think it's uh, no Gillespie out of out of the Shelby County area. They've had a lot of problems in the Shelby County area, of Memphis, with drag racing, and uh, and it seems like it's always the 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 Dodge, uh, uh, I guess, challengers that are oh yeah, they're out there. You know the 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 what's it the, the Rat scat Packs, pack, Scat and Packs, and then you have the Hellcats, Hellcats. In fact, uh, my my friends um, Z Bayward and Dillshad uh, over there at Auto World of Smyrna, he he had a Hellcat get stolen about six weeks ago and they recovered it in memphis he had to go all the way to memphis to get it and he's had it happen a lot wow. but they were it was gangs coming out of memphis just to, to steal the cars and if you've got that the chrysler i think it's the, the chargers and the those uh hellcats and and, and other challengers uh, i guess they can get it with the obd checkers what my understanding is they can huh. start those cars well you, you got a lot of people who for example come from nashville heading to murfreesboro smyrna those areas to do different crimes, such yep. as everything from shoplifting to robberies. Yes. And then the, you also have, I mean, let's not forget, you do have people from Murfreesboro who go to other cities to commit crimes. And I, I yep. don't know if the thought process is, they won't recognize me here. It's not my hometown or what. I, maybe it is. Um, uh, I was kind of uh, kidding a guy the day that, um, you know, my assistant's African-American. He knocked on about maybe 4,000 doors for me, I think, four years ago. And I was kind of curious how a young African-American, because he's out of Memphis, he's out of Shelby County, and I was curious, and he never had any problem. Everybody was nice, but he got pulled over, and he had a Shelby County license plate. Now, is that probable cause? I would argue not. Um, but at least the, the police were kind of you know suspicious. Who's this young guy walking around the neighborhood? It's kind of funny because they didn't believe he was campaigning for me. It was it was kind of kind of he, he we look back we laugh about it now, but my assistant he did not want to move back to Memphis. He wanted to stay here in in uh in in, in Middle Tennessee. He lives in Franklin now, um, and you know and I'm not trying to pick on Memphis because somebody always gets mad. You know when you, but you know it's like I got an argument with a lawmaker out of Memphis and we were talking about crime and student behavior and. Uh, he was bringing up facts. I said, well, here's a fact. Memphis is number one for violent crime. And that was, uh, I think it was one of the recent FBI um, crime studies who had uh, uh, had shown that. But that goes back to those values again, Scott, uh, whether it's drag racing or human trafficking. You know, I was, I can remember doing some things on I-24 that I look back. But back then, there was really no, not much traffic on the road, you know? Yeah, and that, I was going to say that, you know, when we were younger, it wouldn't be uncommon for a police officer to, to stop somebody who had an out-of-state tag. Because, you yeah. know, when our town was smaller, you knew a whole lot more people. You knew who was out of place right away. And so things were a lot different. And yes. there were a lot less vehicles on the road, for sure. Yeah, I was just yesterday. It's ironic you say that. I was coming back from the nursing home. I've got my mom over at Tradition Smyrning. Uh, and I was behind a, a, a car, had a Mississippi license plate, and I was just thinking about Smyrna and how you know the town used to be, and and I can remember I was thinking about my my uh, my mom's brother, my Scottish uncle um, Mike, coming in from Indiana, 
and they got pulled over. And they said, man, we made it all the way from Indiana, got pulled over to Smyrna, got a, got a ticket for something. But, you know, back then, Smyrna was just known for, for writing tickets, you know. Um, and uh, uh, so, you know, you whether it's you're at the convenience center or wherever you're at, you see Michigan tags, California tags, you see New York. Um, and I don't blame people for wanting to move to, uh, to Tennessee. Well, the Some, cost of living here is so much less than compared to places like California. Yes. Of well, course, it's going up. Well, that old adage, what, where California goes, goes, so goes the nation. And, man, I, I hate, I hope that's not true, but when you're seeing the cost of housing today. Um, I, I have know. noticed, though, the people who are paying, you know, 75000 over asking price, sixty grand over asking price, that's gone down a little bit. I, yeah. I, have you looked at the recent there, closings over the past week and a half? Yeah, we've got, a, you know, I, I'm buying my mom's home and we're fixing it up. I want to bring her home from the nursing home next week. And I figured her last days or weeks, or she, I told her the other day, she may outlive, outlive me and my wife, and I, I'd rather her be at home. And, uh, and the nurse home does an okay job, but there's, they're not going to do the job that my, that my wife and I can help her with. You know, I, um, I've noticed family either does an amazing job taking care of loved ones, or they do just the opposite. <laughs> but it's, it's one or the two. There's no in between. Well, our house, we're going to, and I bought the home next door to kind of help take care of my parents, and I've always loved that area. I'm over at Woodland drive my dad had the foresight to to build that home uh the late dan ross built it and uh you know we we walked to school all those years we could walk to the library and you know get the encyclopedia do our homework uh now you know smyrna's built rock school uh park you know uh well from for several years and libraries over there it's a beautiful area I, i'm i'm debating do i put the house on the market you know and uh it's 2400 square feet um or do i just rent it out um my wife didn't want to rent it, and um, so we're we're you know just right now we're just cleaning the house. It's vacant, and and um, you know we've even taken in you know a friend or two that that was I hate to say homeless, but just you know was facing difficult circumstances. Well, you um, know throughout the whole COVID epidemic, the the huge problem with COVID and and the government basically saying. Well, businesses that do this, they need to shut down for however long. You know, it caused a lot of problems. It wreaked havoc on a lot of different sectors of the community, a lot of different sectors of business. But then at the same time, some sectors really excelled during COVID and yes. made up for any losses that, you know, they may have thought they may have thought they would have had. I, yeah. I mean, some businesses really excelled, but some did go downhill and there were there were a lot of tough losses out yeah. there. Well, the, the the what's the old adage? The cure shouldn't be shouldn't be worse than the um, than the ailment. Uh, uh, but I know my I remember my wife crying when we had to shut our business down. There's just um, you know it's un, it's uncertain. Um, looking back, I think they've done the wrong thing, um, uh, and hopefully we don't we don't go through this again. We lo- we learn from those um, no kid those mistakes. You know, I, I was looking at the number report in regards to the unemployment rate. And and for the second month in a row, Smyrna, Tennessee had the lowest unemployment in all of Rutherford County, second yeah. month in a row. Yeah. And uh, May, the unemployment rate for Smyrna was at 2.6%. Now the month before, April, it was 2.3%, so it went up very yes. slightly. But still, that's that's one of the lowest unemployment rates in the state. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I've got a, a, a we've got a job fair we have at Parkway Baptist. It's a job fair and expungement clinic, um, and we've got the Department of Safety bringing in a a bus, a coach to help um, if folks have maybe they got they lost their driver's license years ago, or maybe they had some fees and fines. They just 
you know it's held them back um it's uh uh it's the 29th wednesday at parkway baptist on lee victor parkway across from starbucks and Publix. um 10 to 2 uh, if folks want more information, call my office, 741-6829. And, and guess who's partnering with me on that, on who, that project? Who is? Alpha Phi Alpha, the black fraternity MTSU. Well, that's cool. You know, and uh, I had a guy come to me this year. Uh, they got That's what I was talking about. A guy got in trouble for hunting. You know, they I don't I don't hunt, so I don't know that folks that are hunters would know what I'm talking about. TWRA had gave him a fine over baiting a field. Can't, well, can't do that. Can't do baiting. Like- well, he, he, well, I think they're even that one of the TWRA board members. It's a felony, I think. Well, it, no, it's a misdemeanor, but it, it, it's really? that Federal Migratory Bird Act that's that's real serious. And but he was telling me how they do this. It, it's um, it just it, it it's kind of subjective. He was explaining to me how they do how they, they I guess they've got a. Uh, a square uh like a screen they go out there and they put and they put it over the area of the field and they'll count the i guess seeds it's down and but even one of the twa board members told me because i reached out to him he said man they even got on to me he said the only reason i didn't get a get a ticket is because they weren't actively hunting but you know that stayed on that guy's record that was on that guy he never even knew it was on his record he thought well i just pay the fine it's ten dollars twenty dollars and he got in some trouble for hunt without lice or something six years ago and yeah. um so he had three misdemeanors. Well, here here's why people that are listening need need to care about this, because a lot of people don't care about this stuff, you know, unless it happens to them or their friend or their relatives, they probably don't care. But this guy come to me and, and hats off to Jeremy Gurley for reaching out to me, uh, asking to help with this guy. And this is where I talk about miracles, because he's like, man, can you help us scout this expungement? And I'm thinking, man, I, I'm not an attorney. How can I do this? Yeah. And he said, look, all these attorneys say all I'll do is take your money. The DA's not going to do anything. This was Davidson County, and so he come up. And the day before, uh, a young lady, Heather, had put a picture of me and her on Facebook because she dated my son years ago. It's like, happy birthday. Well, the guy comes in the next day, and, he, and I've never met this guy in my life. He says, man, how do you know her? I said, man, that's almost my daughter-in-law. You know, we're, we're pretty close. And he's like, man, that's my daughter's best friend. Well, remember, she's a lobbyist. Remember, she's an advocate. She's a liaison. All of a sudden, she started helping me with legislation. TBI, even though they were luck, they were reluctant on my legislation. They were they were kind of they were kind of eager to help me, and the DA's conference were eager to help me, and the public defenders as well, and um, and we got his record cleaned up. But like I told the committee, because right now you can get two misdemeanors expunged, and uh, you can't do three. But here here's where this gets vague, and here's where this goes back to people need to care about this. It's a constitutional issue. This is a freedom issue. We're having a hard time getting people to drive trucks. Hard time to get people to to work even though the unemployment rate may sound great um sometimes i kind of doubt those numbers you know the, the the accuracy of the reporting but uh the guy couldn't get any help and we were able to get him some help and we got his record clean and that stayed on his record he got turned down for a job he's he's self-employed uh i won't say his name on the air i'm trying to get him to come up on the radio and talk about his story to be that that advocate for the next guy he's just a little r- reluctant you know and um and his story is powerful. People need to know that stopped him um, from getting a job from one of his friend's companies, and it was embarrassing for him. But what we what they end up arguing was the, the two tickets he got on the on the they called it one occurrence. It was two tickets on one occurrence, so they considered that one misdemeanor. And then the the following, which was years after, would have been the the third misdemeanor. They said that's a second occurrence, so they. They deem those two misdemeanors, which are expundable. Um, our legislation was going to ask for the lightest of a misdemeanor, which is Class C, to be expunged. 
and um, and there's no advocates for those those issues. And this is where people need to care. Uh, people that believe in the Constitution, people that believe in freedom, people that believe in redemption. As as Christians, we should all care about those issues. Because you and I were just talking off the air about that wreck, and I was sharing some things with you about Samberley Parkway back in the day. There was no traffic there. Um, you know, we I was you know kind of a rebellious teen, um, had a fast car, and um, uh, but we all need to care about this. But that job fair, if if you know anybody that's had trouble twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, um, even if it was trouble a few years back, uh, we'll we'll have some legal counsel there. Legal aid is going to be there. Belmont sending a uh, pro bono attorney over. Uh, American Job Center's helping us. So come on over Wednesday the 29th, Parkway Baptist, ten to two. Sounds good. Time right now, 849. We've got to take another short break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about this Google Fiber that Smyrna is having or they're getting installed thanks to Google, yes. I guess. Uh, I want to talk more about that because I believe Smyrna is one of the first towns in Tennessee to have this brand new Google Fiber. Is that right? Well, I, I think that the first one outside of Metro. Now, that okay. that's my understanding. Um, and I know there's a uh, article in the paper that has some some details. Wait, but what's the paper? I have no clue. Okay. Is there a paper? <laughs> it's, it's, it's one on the I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's the first one outside of Metro um, on that. But it's great news for Smyrna, and hats off to Brian Hercules and Town Council. Yeah, we'll, we'll Mayor Reed. Talk a little bit more about that and more when we come back. If you have anything you want to say, text it to us six one five eight nine three one four five zero. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good morning. Still some traffic volume on 24 coming up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic leaving Rutherford County headed towards Davidson County, towards Nashville. A little bit of radar earlier out here on 840. You may see that quite a bit this weekend out around the Speedway, especially as you head over towards Wilson County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is now hiring at both locations. Check out that menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, WGNS, Murfreesboro. I've always wanted to become a teacher. Become a teacher in Rutherford County. The Rutherford County Schools Teach Now program can help get you started in the math, science, or career and technical education classroom, even if you don't have a teaching license. I'm ready for a change where I can make a big impact on tomorrow's future. The time is now to become a teacher. Come to our open house on June 30th at Rock Springs Middle School at 5.30. We'll guide you through the eligibility requirements in the hiring process to work towards joining the Rutherford County Schools. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.52. Well, before that break, we mentioned Google Fiber and how it is going to be in Smyrna. I know Mayor Mary Esther Reed and Google Fiber's Ryan Jackson are the ones who made the announcement on Tuesday 
that the town of Smyrna and Google Fiber have reached an official agreement to be the first community outside of Nashville to get this Google Fiber. A lot of folks who, you know, work in the computer industry who are online 24-7 with their job, they're excited about this because it, supposedly Google Fiber is, you know, they do a great job. It's fast. It's, yes. It's accurate. Um not a lot of downtime, so I know a lot of folks are happy about this. Yeah, you know, I've got, um, you know, they had the announcement last year with United Communications um, that's in um, partnership with Milton C. Co- um, Electric Co-op, and we went with that a few months ago. Uh, United Communications has been great, um, and it was funny, Scott, I, I run into, uh, I was talking with the guy the day, I won't say which company, it was not United, it's another big, huge company, and and. I had mentioned Google this announcement, and this is what I love about competition. And, and hats off to Mayor Reed for talking about competition because I think I said amen because I was in the audience. Competition improves services, brings down prices, and I, that's why I was telling this this um, this gentleman because uh, he was like, "Look at all this, all that what they're doing," and I said, "Well." It's more competition. I mean, it's going to do nothing but improve services for Smyrna. And um, so, hats off to uh, Mayor uh, Reed and Brian Hercules and and others for for working working this. You know, not too long ago, Chattanooga was known as a town with a thriving business community and some of the highest speed internet service around. Chattanooga was known for that. And that helped them to bring in, lure in a lot of very yes. big companies. And that's a good thing. And, and you know, I'm guessing this is also going to help Rutherford County lure in more big business to help provide more jobs. Yes. Because yes. this broadband service of, of Google Fiber is a positive step in the right direction. Uh, now, this all was decided, the agreement was decided during a special session from the Smyrna Town Hall. And that's when Mayor Mary Esther Reed made the big announcement yeah. about Google Fiber. And she said, and I quote, the reputation of Google Fiber's high-speed broadband service speaks for itself. And we are excited for Google Fiber to be a part of our community. Our citizens, schools, corporations will all benefit from this new gigabyte internet service. Yes. Well, you know, I appreciate them mentioning uh, even Smyrna Ready Mix in this press release, Nissan. Uh, Taylor Farms, by John Frankie Corporation, and Corporate Flight Management. Uh, you, can you believe Smyrna now is the 13th largest city in the state of Tennessee? I know. I, I read that. Isn't that wild? Man, that, I remember I remember if we ever heard Smyrna in the news, it was like we would talk about it at school next day. Hey, they mentioned Smyrna on yeah. Channel 5. Yeah. You know, and so it's – but with that, you know, it's kind of – I mean, you've got, you've got the growth. People want to live here. People can work from home with with this, and, uh, and that goes back to those property values and and why folks want to move um, in from from other parts of the nation. And, and by the way, Google Fiber they're going to start construction later this year, and they they hope to be serving customers all throughout Smyrna probably by 2023. So that's yep. that's pretty soon. That's right around the corner. Yes. Let's take a phone call real quick. Our number six one five eight nine three one four five zero. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Mike Sparks. Hey, good morning. This is Marty Luffin in beautiful downtown Metropolitan Smyrna. Hey, man. How you doing, sir? Oh, doing real well. Thank you. Doing. I'm really enjoying the show this morning. I was going to uh, bring you up to speed on a couple of things you mentioned early. You're talking about Rocky Fork Road. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day when Lyle Hodge was alive and living over there when he was a youngster, 
it was Rocky Ford, F-O-R-D-E, because of that violent creek they had over there. Really? Hmm, okay. and, and the Sam Davis Highway did run off the old National Highway, which used to also be called the Dixie Highway. And it ran, Sam Davis Road or Sam Davis Highway ran all the way down to Florence Road to the community of Florence where the churches were. Hmm. Yes, yeah, a lot of history through there. And you know the building where Tom's Floors used to be right there on the corner? Yeah, yeah, the house. Right. Enid Springs and Hazelwood. That was, that was a leather and saddle shop back when Sam Davis Highway was was used by horses and wagons and stuff. Really? And what they would do would drop off their equipment that was messed up or tore up and be repaired, and then on the way back out, they'd pick it up. Now, Marty, were you around, or do you remember whenever they, I guess the TVA came in, or, or Army Corps of Engineers, flooded the whole area to start making Percy Priest Lake? What I don't remember when I read that happened. What Do you know what year that was? Well, it, was in, it was in the 60s. I was in college at David Lipscomb University at the time. But I remember it, and, and I was... Um, I guess I was a lot like Mike. I was an activist when I was young, and they were going to uh, flood this guy's house, and he, he and his wife would not move out. And it, and so I went over there and created a protest. While I was in college, and created a protest, and Channel 4 News came out and interviewed me, and man, then I got all kinds of phone calls from people at the Corps of Engineers telling me about my own business. Oh, I bet you you wouldn't get that these days, you know. <laughs> no, I think you could. You would get it these days. Would you get it? I think so. Yeah. I, I would imagine you'd get it from other people, not necessarily a you know a government body of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> so when when that was flooded, were there a lot of peaks and valleys in the area? Because some areas of Percy Priest Lake are you know 150 feet deep. I know it's known for being a shallow lake overall, but there are indeed some areas that are quite deep. Well, if you follow the river through Percy Priest, yeah, it's easily that deep. No problem on that because uh, they used to bring uh, boats up the um, Stones River uh, up into Old Jefferson back in the day. They uh, they they brought in a, a lot of boats for trading and and they commercially uh, sained it for uh, for mussels and fish and stuff. So. It was a very deep river back in the day. Yes, a lot, lot of history of that old Jefferson community. And you can see an area over, and we've toured it, I guess, where they would. Uh, it, it's like a little road goes into the, right there at the at the fork where east and west meet. And you can see where it looks like they used to place, um, I don't know, the rafts, wooden rafts or boats or something in there. Well, back in the 1970s, mid-70s, uh, the Judge Ben Hall McFarland and I, the old, old judge, well, he and I used to ride our horses over there, and we pretty much made our own trail. And we, we would ride as far as we could. Sometimes we'd ride from Nicest Mill to Walter Hill, and we would go through that area, and neither one of us really realized that that was old Jefferson. You know, the remains of homes and yeah, the old courthouse and the wharfs and everything. And so when uh, Judge McFarland asked me to cut a trail, a horse trail from Walter, Walter Hill to Nicest Mill, when we cleaned that area up, we realized we were in the midst of, of an old community. Yes. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, that's when we first found out about it. Marty Luffman with us and uh, Mike Sparks, and we're already out of time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Scott. Hey, good show today, guys. I really enjoyed it. Thank, Thank you, you, Marty. Bye bye. Thanks a lot. You're tuned in to WGNS Murphy's Pro. We have more coming your way, including local news with Ron Jordan next on WGNS Murphy's Pro.